This thing on? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, world? It's your girl, Ashley, and I'm here with my husband. Feel more. And this is our Journey of Love podcast. We're so glad that you joined us woo, on woo. today. This is our woo, first woo. episode. We're super, super excited. Woo, woo. Turn up. Turn up. <laughs> you excited, babe? Turn up. Yes. I can tell. Turn up. Really excited for the people. Oh, here dancing in my seat. <laughs> woo, woo. Yes. Okay. You hype about it. Mm. I like that. I like mm. that. So one of the goals of this podcast is we want to share some of our challenges as well as our good times that we have had during our journey of love. Um, Fillmore and I have known each other for Ooh. 18 years. Yeah, something like that. It's a long time. It is. It's a really long time. So we just want to kind of share with you to empower you and to, you know, help you out through whatever the relationship challenges you are currently going through. We are... Definitely want to provide that millennial perspective, you know, because yeah. some things have definitely changed throughout the years. So just want to, you know, cover some hot relationship topics. And like I said, some of the things Fillmore and I have been through and have conquered and the joys of married life. You enjoy being married, babe? I am. Good, good, good. But I also want to let you know this podcast is just not for the married, it's for the single, engaged all that, whatever stage you are in your relationship, this podcast is for you. Or if you're not in a relationship, the thoughts. Oh, the yeah. Thoughts. You know, you. Some people might be a thought. Would that would they fall in the single category though? I mean, yeah, but there's like different brackets of being single. Yeah. Oh, so there's subcategories. Yeah, of singleness. You can be single. You can be lonely single. Okay, so I, I wasn't aware thought of that. I thought single. it was just a general category. No, be, oh, oh, okay. And tell me living a best life single. Yeah. You got all that. Mm. So I mean. Hmm. So for everybody. For everybody. Everybody. All right. Everybody. So we, we cover we're covering the spectrum. Right. So you know. Okay. You want to ask a question? Don't be afraid to ask me, Dr. Phil. <clears throat> <laughs> Not Dr. Phil. Or Ashley. Yes, Dr. Phil. Oh. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. Dr. Phil. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. The black guy version. The black guy version. The black of Dr. guy version. Yes. Doctor Phil. Okay. Yes. All right. This should be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, babe. Yeah. This is our first episode. I think we should tell the people first a little bit <laughs> about ourselves. You know how we met, how our whole journey of love started. I'm gonna let you start. Mm-hmm. Because I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have to clean up and come back in with the actual truth of the situation. So I'm gonna let you get it first. I'm gonna let you get the ball first. If, if, if you got the truth, why don't you just go ahead? No, first? no, no. I want I want you to I want you to say what you have to say. You just want to correct me. That's all. That's fine. You can see how you want. <laughs> that's all it is. But I'm gonna let you go ahead. I'm gonna let you have the floor. Well, I mean, look, listen. For everybody, know there's always two sides to the story. And then so the truth. If you've seen the episode of Martin. <laughs> when how Martin and Gina met, there was a thousand stories. So I mean, okay. just take it with a grain of salt. Oh, mm. okay. Y'all heard that? Take his story with a no, grain no, of no, salt no, no, because no, I no. have the truth. Okay, I go said ahead. Take the stories <laughs> with a grain of salt. Ah, uh, okay. Grain of salt. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for this story, honey. I need to hear this. Um, <clears throat> it was the we go. spring of 2002. 
That's the lie number one. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I met Ashley at my first job. Uh, it was at Kroger. Him in Tennessee. Uh, Germantown was the actual area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I had already been there a year, so I had my veteran status in. Mm. So uh, I met her there. I was a cashier at the time. And she was a bagger. Courtesy clerk is bagger. what they were called. They were called courtesy clerk. You know, okay. now they trying to put like professional tags on all their titles now. So <laughs> then, that's what I was hired as. A courtesy then clerk. it was a bagger. She bagged groceries. <laughs> she went to get those carts. <laughs> when they needed a price check, they said, Ashley, you need a price check. Yeah, that's true. They I was a cashier. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I met her there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked there, I guess, five years before I quit. But Ashley was there. Uh, I met her after my first year. So mm-hmm. um, all I can say that I remember her, my first encounter with her, um, I was working. And they just threw her on my line. The bad groceries just threw me on the line. Okay. Yeah, just you know how they throw all the new, new the new booty oh. into the wolves. Okay, they threw okay. her out there. Mm-hmm. So you know, of course, she didn't say anything that I recall. Line number two. Okay. So, uh, you know, that's pretty much how we met. Hmm. So, what was your first impression of me? Since you said I didn't say anything, like when you saw me, you was just like, eh. I'm not saying me. <laughs> what does it mean? What does that mean? I'm saying me. What does that mean? What does that mean? Me. Okay. It was like to me. It was like it's a new hour. Okay. Yeah. But you have to admit we work well together. Yeah, over you know our relationship revolved. Mm, yeah. Over even time. that first time, as far as working, me just keeping up with you. I did good. Give me my props. That was my first time. Yeah, they didn't fire you, so you did good. They sure didn't fire me. (laughs) They did for years. They They tried to fire me. Yes, they tried to fire me. Oh, they tried to fire me a lot throughout Mm -hmm. those years in high school. Keep in mind, y'all, we were teenagers. Uh, Customer service was not our forte then. We were not trying to do all this extra talking to the customers, okay? So let me just go back because, you know, there were a few untruths in this story, okay? Let me clean it up. Here come the details. So, <laughs> so he is correct. We did meet at Kroger. That was my first job. And as he stated, I was a courtesy clerk. That's what I was assigned. That's what I was hired as. And I eventually got proponent to cashier with us, beside the point. Since he liked to try to play me. They only did that because they got tired of chasing you. <laughs> they needed you in one spot so they could find you. It doesn't matter how I got it. I got it. <laughs> so when I first met Fillmore, I thought he was rude. And I thought he was a bit of an a-hole. And I'm going to tell you why. Because when I was assigned to his line, as he so told you all before, I spoke to him and I said, hey, how are you? My name is Ashley. He looked at me, rolled his eyes and turned his head. 
So it was in that moment I said, oh, we are not going to get along at all. Period. Okay, side note. For <laughs> people who know us, does that sound real? Yes, it sounds does real. Does it sound real? It absolutely sounds does real. It, you have to put on a know, persona for, for certain people. For people who know you. When does Ashley come over? Hey, how you doing? My name is Ashley. I did never, that time. Never, I did that time. Never. Oh, there you go. There you go. Never. But continue. Uh-huh. That's So that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And so, I just like I said, from that moment on, I knew we were not going to get along. And I knew from that point on to kind to, you know, stay away from you. Because, again, I'm a teenager at this point, And my mouth was not on 10. It was on 12. And I just got hired. And so I wanted to keep my job. She didn't need it, though. You don't know what I needed. You didn't. You don't know what I needed. You didn't. <laughs> so, needless to say, the first encounter I had with my now husband was not a good encounter. Now, somewhere along the way, I don't know at what point we had a little, a turn in our, I guess, relationship or friendship, but somewhere along the way, Phil and I got really close and we became really, really, really good friends. I don't know what caused that. Do you remember what caused it? Like at what point we just started really hanging out? It happened fast because of my fascinating personality. Slide number three. Go ahead. Fascinating <laughs> personality. Okay. Uh huh. Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, duh. That's, <laughs> that's so. That's so. That's that's what how happened. it happened. That's how it happened. I guess I honestly yeah, don't remember. Be? Oh my goodness! I I really don't know. And and if you think of, if you think about it, it wasn't many you know African Americans working there. That is so true. We had to stick together. We were sticking together. You're right. You're right. You're and right. it was it was more male dark-skinned african-american men light-skinned yes. whatever you want to call it yes there then you know you have american women i think it was what three of us maybe yeah so it was, i mean yeah you're, that's right right that's so i mean you didn't have to fight with that many <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna fight with that you know <laughs> yeah, y'all yeah, know black women don't like other black women, so I mean, that's not they fight. The I don't case. like, you know, that's not always the case, honey bun. That's it seems like I mean, y'all can look at y'all reality show. Y'all throwing water every time well, y'all turn you around. Know, reality show beep, is just beep. that. It's just like beep, it's for beep, ratings. Beep. When you are a grown woman Beep. you have no issues with any other female you are able to even if you don't like them you're able to still respect them in whatever social setting you in and going about your day so for the people who are in these social settings fighting throwing war and doing all that so ain't nobody got time for them too wrong for that now if you would have called me back you know 15 16 a year i can rumble all day but you know thank god for gross mm. sound good <laughs> <laughs> Sound so good. Because Woo. that's true. Why are you trying me? You trying me already. They were sound so good, but anyway. <clears throat> but yeah, um, you trying it. Let's let's get. We was a good tag team. I would say that it was a good tag team. <laughs> we were. They tried to separate us at work. They did. They and worked. because we would just have a good time. Mm-hmm. When we were there together at work, I would just say that we had a good time. We did. 
And even when they tried to separate us, you know, back in the day, so we're talking what, early 2000s? Um, those when the grocery store still had those little red phones at each register. So Fillmore and I would actually pick up the phones and have a full conversation while we were checking out customers. So we literally had the phone on our shoulder as we're scanning groceries, totally ignoring the customers. Um, so management got tired of that and then they just kept putting us together because they was tired of us being on the phone all the time. So <laughs> Sandbag, right? Yeah, you was trying to get me in trouble. Per usual. <laughs> per usual. Just no, admit you can, it. You can only get your own self in trouble. Lies. I was, I was an angel. I still am. Fix your face. Why <laughs> your face like that? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. You was an angel when? Now? I've been an angel since I was born. Ooh. Say something smart. Say something <laughs> smart. Go ahead. I'm drink this water. Here. Okay. That, that's, a good, that's a good thing to do. Mm. So needless to say, we can say that this definitely was not love at first sight for either one of us. That is correct. Mm. But you did think I was cute, though, didn't you? You, you know, you was. I was. I was cute. Go ahead and see. <laughs> Go ahead and see. You went ugly. So I was cute. That's what you trying to say. I'm ugly. <laughs> no, you was cute. Oh, he is trying it. Okay, that's try number two. We on lie number three and try number two. All right, I'm keeping score. I'm glad. (laughs) So, we've had this wonderful friendship. And I think the first time, when did you go to college? Oh. You said when I went to college? Yes. Uh, I graduated from the mighty East High School of Memphis, Tennessee in 2004. So, I went out to college in fall of 2004. So... That was the first time that we were like apart for real, for real. Didn't get to hang out at work. And I was really sad about that. And you let y'all guys know something. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget this. Tell me. My very first day of college. Outside of my parents and my sister calling me about my first day of school. The first person that calls me is Ashley. <laughs> Yep. She called sure. me. Mm-hmm. Next man, how's school going? Mm-hmm. And then she had to remind me of the famous saying, the seven B's. <laughs> you want to tell the audience what the seven B's mm-hmm. are? I don't know what she's talking about. You can go ahead. This is your story. So you never came up with the seven I, B's? I don't know what she's talking about. So you don't want to. Go ahead. Go I, mean, ahead. I mean, let the people know. It's your story. You tell them about your college. You know, your first day and our first time apart. But I'm just, I don't want to misquote you. No, no, no. Go ahead. You. Go ahead. <clears throat> For all the sensitive listeners out there, the seven B's are books before bitches because bitches bring babies. Is that what it's saying for? Yes. Oh, I would never say anything like that. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. But anyway, she called me mm-hmm. my first day. Yeah. As me I was. Yes. And you know, I'll never forget that. That that meant a lot. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean she was she missed your boy. I did. I didn't have anybody around at work anymore and it was just really boring after he left because I still had another year of high school. Um, but 
you know, the following year, I then went off to college to the real HU, Hampton University. Woo woo. Shout out to all my Hamptonians. And this what's, what's up with that? What, what's why, up with what? why do y'all have to have to put the the real? Because there's a constant battle between Howard University and Hampton University. Both of them are HU. So we always have to announce ourselves as the real HU. Cause that's what we are. So out of those two colleges, you know, no 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 disrespect. Mm-hmm. But out of those two those two colleges, who you know, who um be careful. No, I already put the disclaimer out there. Okay. So, so I'm I'm just saying who who HBCUs out here. Who is like really counting to see who's the real HU? I mean, only people I know that says the real HU is from people from Hampton. Because we have to, we the have to from- let them know that we are the real HU. Hampton is very prestigious, and I don't appreciate you trying to play my school. I'm not. I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying okay. you know, when you hear people say, I'm from Howard, they don't never say the real HU. I just hear them say, First I'm of Howard. all, they do. Okay. Is it that, that general area? First of all, they do. That's an HBCU thing. Okay. Well, you know. We didn't go to Ole Miss, sir. We had a little culture in our experience in our college years. That's fine. <laughs> I, I had to discover that I was black. <laughs> the real HU. Yes, the real HU. Black mm-hmm. folk have to put a stamp on. This is ours. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Woo. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, anywho, back to our story. So, even throughout our college years, we were very, very close. I would have to say. I think you came up to Hampton a few times, at least once or twice before I graduated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we still kept in, in, in touch. We were very, very good friends, strictly platonic. Um, I think both of us have encountered our <laughs> funny stories of dating and either I'm be I'm an issue for whoever you're dating or vice versa. Um, pretty much the guys I dated did not like Fillmore, even though they hadn't met him, except one, one guy met him. They just didn't like when they thought we were too close. And I think you had some instances. Yeah, I well. had uh <clears throat> I had several Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, several <laughs> altercations. Cause, you know, Ashley was BFF and right. I had to explain to them like this is the homie. All day. I wasn't going to the friend. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just had to let them know. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, who was that? Why is she calling you? <laughs> Who's that? I got the same. I got the same. But I think it was rare, especially for people in our age group, to be platonic friends. That was very rare. And so I think a lot of people didn't know how to handle that or process that um, because it was genuinely you, my dog. True. So I, I think that was part of the issue. And it wasn't like we we was distant. So, I mean, it wasn't like we yeah. was in the same city. Totally different state. It wasn't like I was calling you every day. Right. or You know what I'm saying? Because people know when you call Ashley, you have to be on a waiting list. <laughs> so <laughs> you just leave that text message or that phone call. And then, you know, whenever it comes during the week. Okay, it's Thursday. I should call him back. He called me five days ago. Yeah, yeah. That's or if, you, or if you would have texted me a nine one one text, and I'll, I'll pick up because I think something happened. But yeah, I was pretty bad at returning phone calls. Right. So he would call me back to back to back sometimes. 
mm-hmm. which would cause problems too with whoever I was dating because it's like if he's just a friend, why he keep calling him? Like clearly he wants something. So yeah, then it'll be a problem when I answer the phone. <laughs> Maybe it was just to see if she was alive or something. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so yeah, we had um, good times. Like I said, we kept in touch. We visited each other. Fillmore would help me whenever it was time for me to move to new residences, new apartments. Fillmore would fly. Y'all, he would fly up. He's a great friend. He would fly up. Yes. So just to move my furniture for me. He was an amazing, amazing friend. I mean, she called a person she can rely on. <laughs> true. So. True. And it was pretty sad if you think about that. It cost somebody in the whole other state to come help me move. Um as opposed to the state I was already in. Mm-hmm. That was that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Now I think about it going back. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So But there was no motive in that. No, there was not. It was strictly genuine. Just on any part, there was strictly no motive on any part. So, so how do we get from this friendship of what fourteen, fifteen years to like the married state? Like, what happened that we went from friendship to? Oh, I think I want to date you. Like, what happened on your end, in your mind? Like, what was the event that kind of was like, dang, I think she might she might be the wifey. Uh, I mean, I mean, over time, you know, it got to the point where, <clears throat> for people who don't know this, you know, the, over the years, we would have conversations about, you know, our significant other or whatnot, and, you know, just the vet. You know, she would get a you know a male's perspective on you know why blah why he do this why he do that blah blah. I would do the same thing, and so um, it just got to the point where you know nobody was. I felt like nobody else was you know good enough for her, or if you was good enough for you, had to bring it. Like you really had to bring it. You know, and I told her just you know a couple. Of t- I told her this like a couple times. You already know what I'm finna say, don't you? I told her this a couple times. I was like, look, you know, by the time we get 30, you know, we married no, you know, married somebody. How about we, you know what I'm saying? We just have a kid. We keep him over there. <laughs> Y'all, he asked me to be his baby mama. That's what he I asked did. me. I that did. is what he asked me. I did. <laughs> I did. And she would just, you know, ignore me or tell me to go on but because that's crazy y'all that is crazy but he pretty much asked me to be a single mother because the child would stay with me and he would just fly up when he wasn't working that's what he asked me i mean i could have kept him too but you know and i had no issue i knew he would take care of his child but the point was i couldn't believe this man asked me to be his baby mama but see look (laughs) see the look at the logic the logic behind it was you know, I felt like, look, we didn't get to this point. Mm-hmm. Ain't, ain't finna happen for us. Mm-hmm. We ain't gonna meet the right people. There's, there was, <laughs> there was there you was, just gave up, huh? man. It was, I had gave a timeline. I was like, look, it's rough, babe. It was not gonna work. So how about? And I just knew that you was gonna be the perfect mother. You was oh, gonna take care so of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you knew I was gonna be. You know, a good dad. Mm-hmm. So, and I just felt like, you know, hey, 
the child, the child was just gonna have to understand. Hey, that's your mother. I'm your father. Mm-hmm. We ain't together. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, so that's where my mind was at. Mm-hmm. Like you know, so. But yeah, she kept. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Stop playing. No. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I said it multiple times because mm-hmm. I was so serious. You were serious, but I still wasn't thinking like you know in a relationship type of thing. Clearly, because you wanted me to be your baby mama. You wanted me to be the BM. So, I'm just, I'm just saying. But, you know, but when it got to the point with, you know, you dating other guys, it was just like, you know, especially when they wasn't treating you right, this, that, and the other. So, it was just a, it's a mess. You know, a, a protective type thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, knew, I remember it started triggering off. I think it was like, mm, you had went to All Star Weekend. Mm-hmm. In New York. <clears throat> yep, 2014, All-Star Weekend. And y'all know what happens in All-Star Weekend, fellas. Nothing. Just parties don't believe and that, fun. That, don't believe that was line number one. Don't believe that. Trying. Don't believe that. Trying. So, Trying number three. <laughs> so uh, it was the All-Star Weekend. Um, and she called me. You know, what? Well, you no, know, she called me after the All-Star Weekend because I was hitting her up. And she, okay, you know, she was ignoring me. I think it was around your birthday too, wasn't it? That is correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, she was just telling me about, you know, how fascinating and how much enjoyment she had in All Star Weekend. And, um, she wanted to tell me about this lawyer guy (laughs) she had met. And everybody knows (laughs) Ashley. She is Mm. never really excited about a person. And she said, this guy had to impress her. He had had (laughs) a 800 score on his credit. Yes. Come on, he must have been rolling in with the Lexus <laughs> with the top down. <laughs> so he swept her off her feet uh-huh, instantly. Uh-huh. And then she was just, you know, this lawyer guy, this lawyer guy. Mm. And I'm like, he's a lawyer. He's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Lawyers lie. <laughs> That's how I look at it. They lie. They they, they paint a good picture ah, you know, to convince uh-huh. you. Yeah. To think otherwise, so mm-hmm. you know, so I'm like, so mm-hmm. he, he, uh, he sold her a dream, and she was like, for the bodies. <laughs> now, lady, hold on, let me interject because mm. I gotta speak for the ladies because you know when you out there and you think you met this guy, it's always gonna be some guy that's just like, oh, he is it. Like you may have talked to the guy maybe two minutes, but in your mind you have formulated. You like, listen, I done met this guy. He got this. I, we about to be married. We're going to have two kids. Our house going to look like this, 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 this. So the ladies know what I mean. But honestly, y'all, I don't get excited by guys. And I just thought it was funny because not only did I call Fillmore, I called my mom. I was like, mom, listen, mm. I have met your son-in-law. Like, this is it. This, this is it. This is it. I know it. I just know it. Mm. <laughs> See? See? So in my mind, I had formulated all this. Right. We had only spent a short time, but right. I was ready. I was ready to go down the aisle already. Right. Oh, you- <laughs> ready to throw the drawers on the stage. Yes. <laughs> God. But carry on. But anyway, I was just like, this lawyer, you ain't even met this man two minutes. But anyway, mm-hmm. you know, time went on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she would bring him up every now and then. Oh, we're going out here. 
Oh, he's gonna drive up to Virginia, and we're gonna go here. Ain't nobody say all that. You know, ain't nobody say all that. But anyway, <laughs> you know he try to act like we went out. We never. <laughs> let me tell y'all, we I never went out on a date with this guy. This was strictly I met him during that time frame. It was maybe a couple of texts back and forth. That was it. He he trying to act like the man was flying me out to Paris and stuff. <laughs> So basically, um, <laughs> I guess she's trying to say she stood him up, you know. No, that's not what happened. In the shade. Not at all. Uh-huh. But anyway, I would bring, you know, I would bring him up and be like, so what's up with that lawyer dude? Oh, nothing. This, that, and that. So I was like, okay, cool. He wasn't good for you anyway. So I guess that was the beginning stages of, you know, uh, couldn't nobody... You know what I'm saying? Being good enough for you. Mm. And you thought you were good enough for me. At the same time, I was just, you know, like, and just like, look. <laughs> <laughs> look, now. Mm-hmm. Just sit here. <laughs> just sit here with my yeah, hands on my yeah, knees. Yeah, don't just, move. Yeah, don't move. <laughs> <laughs> You was trying to put me on the shelf, babe? Right, just just sit here. Just don't move till you know uh-huh. the real Mister Right comes along. Okay. Right. So. So at this time, you still didn't think you were Mister Right. You nope. just knew I had met the Mister Right. Right. Okay. Right. So when did you think you was Mister Right for me? If it wasn't then. I don't know. It just. You know. Um. Uh, I don't know. You know, you had this birthday trip that you were supposed to go on. Well, we did go on, and uh, <laughs> I remember that that was in the same year, actually. It was when, when we start when you started planning it. It was so. Um, this is like later in 2014. I had a. Uh, I think it's 15. I think all star weekend is 15. It's 15. No, it's 14. No, it was 15. It was 14. I'm about to Google it. It was 14. I'm pretty sure it was 15 because we went to Mexico in 15. We went to Mexico in 15. All Star Weekend was in fourteen. Anyway, um, I was sitting at home. I was on my couch because I had broke my leg. Sidebar, <laughs> but uh, I remember. <laughs> I remember her hitting me up and saying, "Yay, I'm planning a trip for my birthday out of the country, and I want you to go to my friends." Like, cool. You know, they were all mutual friends, so hey, we've done these type of trips, and I'm always down for a trip. Always. So I'm like, cool. Where are we going? Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know. I was like, cool. Just let me know when you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and then uh, I think it was like mm, December ish, 2014. I hit her up, and then she was like, uh, you know, it was small talk. And I brought up the trip, and I was like, what's up with the details? Well, you know, everybody's, you know, not. You know, able to go and falling off this, that, and the other. So I was like, okay, well, I guess we're not going on this trip. She was like, no, I still want to go. I'm like, with who? You. So I'm like, me? Like, yeah, you. So uh, people who know me, I don't do, well, I had never been on a friend. A one-on-one friend trip. Yeah, quotation mark. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Friend trip. Right. With an opposite sex. Uh Uh-huh. 
So, you know, especially her. But I was the bestie. She was the bestie. You know, so I was thinking like, hmm. And I was single. I was shocked. I was single too. Mm-hmm. I was like shocked. Like, she want to go. Okay. That's new. So I was like, hmm. You know, asked a couple of people about it. And I was like, you think she likes you now? And I was like, I don't know. I said, we've, we've never, never, you know, I've never, we've never had that conversation. And I mean, never. Ever <laughs> like I never tried anything with her like never like not even a an ounce like Mm-mm. nothing like never. I don't even know her hand feels like I've never <laughs> <laughs> we've never held hands ever. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't know what her breath smell like at the time didn't get that close <laughs> so uh yeah it was just all like hmm you know it's a little head scratcher right there and so he was overthinking it, y'all. I just wanted to go on vacation. That's fine. I, that is just fine. <laughs> that is just fine. I don't think there was a crime for me to overthink it. <laughs> but, you know, I wasn't going to act like I was overthinking it while I was on the trip. I was going to play it cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like Cool Whip. Like Cool Whip. Yep. Okay. Do, do, do. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, the trip comes along. Mm-hmm. And we go on a trip. We do. Um, we have a good time. We did. One thing I would say about this trip was that it was for her birthday once again. Mm-hmm. And the thing that pointed out that was different about this trip was she opened up on this trip. It was like a big release for her. I think I always opened up. I think you've just been a little dramatic. I was always open with you. That is true, but it was it was more so between us. It was more so I was more open up to you than precipitated. Got it. So you know this was this was your trip. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So it was all you. Mm-hmm. You know you was more so than usual. You was really just mm, okay in your feelings a little bit. More oh. than more so than usual. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. Okay, so just for the listeners, I was my normal self. That's him overthinking again. But go ahead. It was not. <laughs> I probably know her more than anybody else that knows her besides her mama. I'll give you that. But right now, <laughs> <laughs> so ain't nobody I'll gonna tell me anything <laughs> about you. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I'll give you so that. I mean, it was it was a good trip. I mean. You know, uh, everything was still cool. You know, and then the way, you know, I felt like she opened up, it was just kind of like, hmm. You know, she's like, she got her head on her shoulders. Good moment. You should have known I had my head, a good head on my shoulders anyway. I did, but I'm just saying, I'm just saying that, you know, (laughs) no, that was a good, that was as an adult, especially in our late 20s. Yeah. You know, that was a good time for us just to hang. Yeah. Because we hadn't had that one-on-one hang in a long, long time. True. You know, every time we hung was, was you know, it was a group. Yeah. You know, so, you know, people act a little different when there's groups. True. So, you know, all personalities don't come out. Yeah. (laughs) So just, you know, tell the listeners about your end. So, about how did you start thinking that 
Fillmore left Prince out Charming some. <laughs> he left out some key information. That's why I always got to kind of go back in and kind of clean up his story a little bit. So we did go on the trip. We went to Mexico. Now the thing about it is, Fillmore and I have always exchanged gifts on our birthdays, but it's never been anything big. A gift card, you know, back in the day, CDs. You know, nothing extravagant. Maybe go out to dinner if we happen to be in the same area or if he, he, you know, he flew up to where I was. But that was it. So we go to Mexico. Um, First of all, he was in charge of getting the room. Okay. Now, it was a beautiful resort. Get in the room. I'm like, this room is beautiful. Get to the bedroom. I'm expecting to see two beds and it's one bed. So then I'm looking at him with the side eye. I ain't say nothing though. Cause I'm like, all right, whatever. This is just the friend. I know ain't nothing going down. He could just sleep on that side. But I just thought that was interesting that he didn't get two beds. That was the reason why that was. What was the reason? Because it was way more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> this was a nice resort. You trying to think some coins. Man. <laughs> I don't know what kind of lifestyle y'all got going on <laughs> in this country, but people that know me, I don't like spending a whole lot of money on hotels and yeah. rooms that I know I'm not going to spend most of my time in. Yeah. But I know this is your birthday. It was nice. And he know I don't stay in no Motel 6s. He know I That's require correct. the five-star treatment. He already and it was nice. Rock. It was very nice. So I said, look... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to spend arm and leg <laughs> on, on two rooms. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I was like, we're going to be in here. Mm-hmm. This one it, nice suite. <laughs> it's a suite, y'all. It, it was. was. Sweet. It had, had a kitchen. whole kitchen, dining room, living room. It was two beautiful. balconies. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, nice. Beautiful. You mm-hmm. did a great job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that was the first kind of clue to me with that one bad situation. I was like, eh, okay, well, whatever. Don't overthink it. So we had, um, the day after we got there was my actual birthday. So I'm an early bird. I'm still an early bird to this day. I woke up early and he was still asleep and I was ready to go outside and play for lack of a better word. And he was still asleep. So I had to wait for him to wake up, which took forever. Just saying. We on vacation. It doesn't matter. Like I want to go out and you're still asleep. She wanted to go out before breakfast was served. <laughs> Again, I'm an early bird. They still putting towels on the on the seats outside <laughs> of the pool. So, you know, that was my actual birthday, like I said. So when he did get up, I was sitting in the living room. And he comes in um, the living room. He has me a birthday card, which was absolutely beautiful. Now, again, like I said, he always gives me birthday cards. But this one was different. Has some romantic undertones it did not. in the car. Yes, it did. It did not. And I wish I could put my hands on that. I know I still have it. I just got to find it. I wish I could put my hands on it right now so I can read, so people can hear the romantic undertones. Well, you should have had car the card. Had. <laughs> it didn't. It absolutely did, y'all. I'm a good absolutely. Kid. I'm a good card giver. You are, but that one was totally different. All the cards I received. Prior to that was, you know, happy birthday, friend. You know, something light in mentioning friendship. And this one was not She was like looking that. for, the, you know, the two-liner cards, the one that's 99 cents. She was looking for those. 
So I just gave her a Hallmark card. Whatever. You know. With some romantic undertones that you're not going to admit to. It had no romantics in there. Okay. But in addition to that, again, as I stated, y'all stay with me now. Prior to this, it had been cards, gift cards. That was pretty much it. And again, when we were younger, like CDs or little, you know, trinkets like that. This man has bought me a pair of tennis shoes. In addition to, he pulls out a Gucci box. In addition to all that. I ain't never got no Gucci for my friends. Ever. So, he gives me this romantic card that he's trying to say it won't romantic and it was. With these gifts that he had never, ever given me before. And I'm sitting there like, oh, okay, dang, this is nice. But I did not know how to process that. Because I'm like, I, why are we giving all these extravagant gifts all of a sudden? This is not our level of gift giving to each other. I wasn't trying to be extravagant. He, you were. I was just trying to make it. <laughs> A nice birthday for you. And it was a fabulous birthday. I mean, God. <laughs> she wanted me to bring her gazoo and a 1996 <laughs> card. <laughs> I just felt like, hey, hey. it was her birthday. Mm-hmm. Let me just, you know, mm-hmm. make her feel wanted a little bit. And oh, so you were special, doing that for me. <laughs> feel special a little bit. Uh-huh. So, you know, I was like, bam, here you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But throughout the trip, there were just other little things. Um, you know, when we went to sit on the beach that one day, I just noticed how protective you were of me and you have always been protective, but it was more than normal. Like everything on that trip was just more than normal. Like, yeah, he's protective, but this is a different level. The constantly making sure I'm good, you know, making sure, um, I was okay. You know, making sure that I was happy it was just to another level. And you, I just y'all, y'all know what that experienced is. that. I'm like, what is going on? Y'all know what that is. What is it? I'm grown. You grown. <laughs> that's what it is. I'm grown. A you grown, grown <laughs> man. Grown. <laughs> you was grown, grown man. That's how you treat a woman. Yes. Grown. Yes. Grown. So, I mean, it'll just be times where I know we took a, a boat ride to one of the, um, what's the island called? I know it's, it translates to the island of women. I forgot the Spanish word for it. But you put your arms around me. You were like taking these candid photos of me <laughs> in the moment. And I was just like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And I remember too, we went to Senor Frog, having a good time. And the lady came up to take our picture. And clearly she thought we were together. She thought we were on item. So we were taking a picture and she then proceeds to tell me to, oh, go ahead and give him a kiss and I'll take the picture. <laughs> I want to hear this. <laughs> I really want to hear this. What do you want to hear about? I just want to hear how you going to explain this one. I, I, I just told her, I just shook my hand and said, no, I'm not. I'm not going to kiss him. And she just kind of looked at me. That was a nice version. And <laughs> Well, what is, that is the version. It's not a nice version. That was That's a nice version. Happened. Well, what happened then? <clears throat> All right. Just like she said, <laughs> the woman said, hey, go ahead and kiss him. She hit me with the oh, pfft, no, <laughs> no. Ain't nobody do uh-uh. all that. Take the picture. Oh my goodness, is that what happened? Yeah. Okay. Well, I recall it differently. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so yeah, I mean the whole experience, it was amazing experience. Um, I even remember getting a pedicure while I was there, the little, with the little fish in the boat. You remember that? We yep. met the guy and it was, <laughs> it was so funny. Cause as I was, was doing that, the guy was talking to me and he began to massage my leg with the lotion. Like they typically do with the pedicure and Fillmore just kept leaning over the guy and was like, Hey, hey don't get too close. Don't, 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 Hey, don't get no higher. Do you remember doing that? I remember that. Hmm. So that was just another thing. I'm like, what? Okay. All I right. Mean, he, <laughs> I, I mean, he was still below my knee. He that's won't. not the point. <laughs> you get El Loco over here rubbing on your leg. <laughs> I'm like, bro, hold on. Don't disrespect me while I'm standing here. But you were the friend, though. So what? That's something my they man, don't know that's that. That's something my man would do. But, but hey, El Loco didn't know who I was. <laughs> Don't dis don't disrespect me out in these streets. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Man. Well, he he didn't. I know he, he didn't. <laughs> so, yeah, I, and so I remember too when it was time to go because we were there. We weren't there too long. Maybe about, about five days, four days, something like that. I think it was four, three or four. No, yeah, like it was a relatively you know short but fun and exciting trip. Um, but our flights left at different time. On the day we were leaving. Yeah, I left first day in smoke. Yes, he was on the first flight out. Like, it was still dark outside. <laughs> and so, he woke me up as he was about to leave out for the airport. And he gave me a hug. Again, hugs are something we always did. Um, But for some reason, this hug just felt different to me. And I did not know why. And so, he hugged me. And I was like, huh, okay. And he left. Went to the airport, got on his flight. And I left, you know, a couple hours later and he, you know, texted me to make sure I was okay. And I, you know, got back home to where I was supposed to be and all that. So the whole trip just left me with a big question mark with our relationship. Because I just saw everything in a totally different light when it came to Because she was messing with a real one. That's what it was. (laughs) That's what it was. I mean, come on. So... Um, I would say a few weeks after the trip, I was talking to my mom and somehow Fillmore came up. I'm not even sure how this whole conversation came up. And she just made the statement. She said, oh, you know, that's your husband, right? And I said, what you talking about? She said, Fillmore. I was like, mom, stop. That's my friend. Ain't nothing like that. Yada, yada, yada. And so when she said that, you know, I kind of thought about it. I entertained the idea for a little bit. And I was like, nah. But then I thought about (laughs) everything that happened on the trip and how just out of the norm it was for us. And so (laughs) I remember, did I call you or text you? I think I texted you. You texted me. So, yeah, I texted him and I was sharing what my mother had said. I was like, yo, this is what my mama said. He was like, what? I'm like, she said that you were my husband. And I think I put something to the fact, isn't that funny, LOL. Something along those lines. And I hit it back with the LOL. And then, no, no, you didn't hit me back with anything. I thought I did. No, you didn't. What'd I say? You didn't say anything. I'm or did you? Work. No, you said, oh, you said, oh, really? Or something along that line. But you didn't hit me with the LOL. And, because, and I remember that because you, because you didn't, I was like, Oh, so I wasn't the re- whatever the response was. It wasn't the response I was looking for. Mm-hmm. 
I was expecting the whole, oh, she's so crazy. Da, da, da. That's what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. When I didn't get that, I was like, mm, well, let me see. I was like, you know what? I'm curious. So I hit him with the, have you ever thought of us being more than friends text? And what was your response back? You know, at that moment, I knew I had to be. <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> I had to be 100. Uh-huh. So I was like, hmm. Let me just go in there and just be straight up. I say, yep. He did. He said, yep. And I was not expecting a response. And so I hit him with the, oh, okay. After a while, it wasn't like a reply right back. It was a, <laughs> it was a while yeah, before I she had, said, oh, okay. I had to get myself together. And I said, oh, okay. And I think I was online shopping at the time. And then I sent him a picture of some random outfit and was like, hey, do you like this outfit? <laughs> totally changed the subject. And you responded to the outfit question. Yep, I did. And then I think you waited a little bit. And then you hit me with the, have you thought? Yeah. About us being more than friends. Mm-hmm. I had to take the pressure off. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you did? Yep. Okay. And my answer was, I hadn't until the trip. Because she was messing with a real one. <laughs> and I and. And that was pretty much the it for that day of conversation because I really had to sit down and think and be like, what in the heck is going on? So when I asked you that question, you said you had thought about it. When did you think about it? Like when right before, right before we went on the trip. Cause you remember I said that I we I had conversations. That's right, with your homeboys. With the homeboys. Mm-hmm. And you know, of course, over time, people have always asked me, you know, you know, that's your girlfriend. Would you go? Nah, nah. So, of yeah. course, you know, with the trip being so close in the conversations that I had, mm-hmm. of course, you know, the thought came in my head, you know, could I see her being a little bit more than the bestie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or the friend or the BFF, whatever y'all want to call it, the homie? whatever yeah and then so you know i just was like you know she i look at it as if you a person that you really want in your corner mm-hmm. you know to be you know by your side and be you know that woman you know you was mm-hmm. you had all the qualifications i would say i was qualified y'all heard it you had mm-hmm. all the <laughs> You had the qualifications, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I was looking at, yeah, she, yes, you know, it could possibly, mm-hmm. but we would have to, it would have to be a strong come to Jesus meeting. Yes, God. If that was to, <laughs> if that was to, if that was to happen, because, yes. you know, we've been friends for so long and yes. we've never talked about it. I think that was like, you know. I hadn't been nervous to talk to a woman, yeah, in a long time. Because look, I mean, by the time that was, I was what twenty, late twenties, twenty eight, yeah, probably, and mm-hmm. yeah, by twenty eight, twenty nine, somewhere around in there. And so by then, you know, my 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 whole dating scene, you know, I was, <laughs> I was uh, I had it evolved. You, 
You have evolved. <laughs> you have evolved. <laughs> you know, and I, when no, people didn't know me, I could be nonchalant. So it was kind of, it was kind of like, you know, a turn down. Cause you know, me and we get turned down all the time. So it got to the point where in my life I was like, you know, I can take a no mm. and be okay. You know, I'm good. Cause it's more women out here. I mean, Mm-hmm. You know, you missing out on me. No. So, Come on now. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, but it was kind of, it was kind of nervous and I didn't want to bring that up. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it was like, it was, it's just going to happen organically if it was going to post to happen. Right. So that's why I never mentioned it. I said, I, I'll, you know, do the conversations. I said, if anything happens. Yeah. She will have to initiate it. Yeah. You know, for me to go. Okay, because I mean, guys, we we you know, we don't like looking like the fool now. <laughs> you know that's why some you know most guys they get upset when the girl turn them down. Yeah, you know it ain't easy no more. <laughs> she <Shivery's> dead. <laughs> we can't go up to a woman nowadays and say, "Hey, you're beautiful. Can I take you out for lunch?" They give you the no. I can buy my own food, <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't miss her blessing. <laughs> She didn't miss her blessing. She didn't miss it because she she wanted to be all hard and independent. See, uh-huh. Beyonce messed it up for y'all, and they came up with that song, uh-huh. and then y'all just think, "Oh, I don't need you. Oh, I don't God. need you." But then y'all be hanging out. I need a man. <laughs> I need a man. I, I need. I think it's more so they want a man. I need a man. <laughs> X Y and Z, but still. Uh-huh. So, you know, I said, "Hey, if anything happens, even on a trip, I said, if anything happens, I'm not gonna initiate. She will." Mm-hmm. So, nothing happened on that trip. Mm-hmm. But a few weeks later, you niche, you opened the Pandora's box. And again, I was just asking a question, expecting a no. But I just, I just needed the confirmation because I thought, you know, hey, I was tripping because, uh, you know, like I said, my mom had put the idea in my head, and then I kind of was thinking about what he was doing on the trip. So I was like, you know, let me just put this thought to rest and when i didn't get the the answer i was looking for i was like oh okay so then i had to sit back and be like oh so now what do i do with this information so how did we even oh you don't remember i know what i do remember is that it took me over or right at a month for me to give you an answer no hold on before we even we even got before we even got to that part that's true okay yeah we had a whole lot of dialogue it was we did we did there was we did listen y'all i don't i'm not a phone talker at all i will text you but he was but he talked to me though he's always talking i had it had been years (laughs) i mean five plus years since i was on the phone yes talking to anybody for 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 that long, we was on the phone like three, four hours. Yes. <laughs> Who does that now? Yes. I'm talking about going to work tired the next she, day. She had okay? to go to work. I was off. <laughs> <laughs> it worked but, tired as crap. But still. And then we'll do it the next night. <laughs> do it the next night. Again. <laughs> we would have long conversations. Yeah. We did. A whole lot. So there was a lot of dialogue there. There was. So I mean, cause we we had to earn some things and we say did. some things and share some things that we, we haven't did. shared with one another so it was nice well you know a couple therapy sessions <laughs> it was you know well you know i never you know tell anybody this but you know yeah so stuff stuff like that it so, was a lot of pillow talk it was a lot of mm-hmm. um things that we kind of knew about each other but didn't know to what depth 
Right. So it was more detailed share. And then, and keep in mind too, um, we also had the factor of being long distance. Right. Um, Phil was in Georgia and I was in Virginia. And so there was a lot of stuff we had to kind of figure out, you know, if we even wanted to embark on this journey at all. Right. Um, I was extremely nervous. I was too. I was extremely nervous. And the crazy part is, um, Fillmore had all the qualities that I had prayed for in a man, all of them. And I could not figure out why I was so nervous. So here it is, this guy who has everything I asked for. And I've known him this, he has literally been in my life for half of my life. Um, so I think a part of it was, what if this doesn't work? You know, then I not only lose a relationship, but I lose my friend for umpteen years. And so I had a lot of what if questions and it was a lot of, in addition to the conversations we were having, it was a lot of thinking I had to do on my Mm -hmm. part. One to make sure. And I would tell anybody who's considering crossing um, the friendship line or escaping the friend zone to become um, to start dating your bestie, um, to really consider, you know, if you're ready for one, um, I think I took this a little more seriously than I'd taken any other relationship because I knew you and I was vested in you to the degree that I wanted to see you happy and I wanted to see you succeed in whatever it is that you were going to do. I also know I will always say that when you were out here dating these random folks that are irrelevant now. She used to call them trash bags. I did. I did. Um, I always knew that they weren't for him. And I always said that Fillmore deserves some, someone who is going to treat him right. So he is a genuinely good guy. And he needs a good woman. And the people he dating just ain't it. At the time, I didn't realize I was talking about me. <laughs> Because, I, again, I wasn't thinking that way. But um, when we, you know, were having these in-depth conversations, um, I really had to make sure that, one, I was ready to take it head on. That mm-hmm. I had to, mm-hmm. you know, make sure that the past stayed in the past, you know, with these others. Mm-hmm. And I had to really evaluate myself and say, okay, love is about risk, just like life is about risk. Either you're going to take this risk and win big or you're going to take this risk and then not work out. Mm-hmm. And it took me so long to even give you an answer because I was just weighing out this risk because I was so scared that if it didn't work, that I lose, I would lose my bestie mm-hmm. and I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So the one thing I appreciate is that you never pressured me. You asked me after all this conversation to be your girl, Mm -hmm. but you never pressured me. It wasn't like a, a, you thought about it yet. You got an answer yet. It it, it wasn't. And I appreciated that. Um, because I was very intentional in how I handled you. So yeah. So anybody out there who is thinking about that, I would just say, listen, it's a risk. And I think it's a risk worth taking because you never know. Like I took that risk and we're married now. Living our best life, traveling the world, doing it big. <laughs> and 
he genuinely is to this day still my best friend he's just my his title changed from best friend to husband but he's still the bestie yep (laughs) and i would say um from my perspective Mm -hmm. with the you know the conversation we was having leaving up to us being a couple yeah yeah item yeah as they say Mm -hmm. you know mine wasn't you know on the what if thing Mm -hmm. i was over here checking out boxes like yes (laughs) what (laughs) you know through the conversations like okay that's what i need to hear yeah that's what i need here because i'm very Mm. very like i can be turned off real easily Mm. i can kick you to the curb real easily so it was just like mm, mm, yes so it was like cool So once I had it in my head, like, okay, let me, you know, pursue this. Mm-hmm. I had to actually do what the man's supposed to do and pursue this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I put out the opportunities, you know, she, <laughs> I mean, it was all, it was all timing and everything because yeah. I mean, she ended up getting, you know, she had an interview for this job she really wanted. So, boom, boom, he got an encouragement. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> then she ended up getting the job. Yeah. Boom. Let me come down and let's celebrate. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> spent a, I, ain't, I ain't spent one day. I spent a couple of days. Yes, yeah, he did. He did. Down there to celebrate. So, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I had to take the initiative yeah. to show her, hey, you know, even though you live where you live, mm-hmm. you know, I'm willing to get out of my comfort zone and yep. sacrifice to yep. try to make this work. Because yep. it was only going to take me to make this work. Yep. You know, nobody else. I, I, you know, FaceTime was going to do it. it was I'm not. sorry. Well, FaceTime was going to do it. <laughs> it was not. And keep in mind, I had never, I had never done that. Like, I never, you know, um, was being persistent mm-hmm. with trying to be with somebody else in another city. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that was my thing. I was just like, no. Nah. I mean, I'll come see you, but I ain't going to be coming down <laughs> but there on a But this man would get on a plane to come see me consistently. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it would just, you know, paving the way. Paving the yes, way. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Paving the way. So, uh, so on the thing on how I asked her to become my, uh, my woman, my girlfriend or whatnot, <laughs> you know, I just kind of went old school. But- what new school way? He went elementary, y'all, is what he trying to say. Go ahead. That's fine. I mean, <laughs> you know, I still think it was pure genius. <laughs> it was cute. It made me laugh. Because I found a a uh, sticky note. Mm-hmm. And then I found a picture of a sticky note and it yes. said, will you be my girlfriend? He had a yes and a no. And I sent it to her. <laughs> he did. He you know, back in me. the day, yeah. you was at elementary school. These these new kids don't know about this. So you used to <laughs> you pass, pass notes, notes. <laughs> pass notes in class. To say, hey, will you be yes. my girlfriend? Yes, no, circle, maybe. Right. And she'll you know, fold it back up and send it right back to you. Right. They yep. used to pass it back to you. Your homegirl, they just come by your desk, drop it off. These new kids, they don't know about it. Don't they know text, about that nope. or they be like, yo, hey, what's up, though? <laughs> you know, they yelling at each other now. Right, fighting. right, right. So, you know, I kind of went a little old school. Yeah. And I thought it was cute. I did. I got the text. I thought it was really cute. And I, my response to that was maybe. Yeah. It was maybe. Um, because I still wanted to, to, to process and, and think about some things. Um, and... Like I said, it, it took me a month to give him an answer. 
I think uh, around that month time period is when you have, you flew down or flew up other to mm-hmm. see me and after us hanging out having a good time you just was like hey you know you never answered my question and again he never pressured me this was the first time I heard him say anything about the question since he asked me the first time and so since he kind of put me on the spot I already kind of knew which way I was leaning and my my I was leaning towards yes it was a nervous yes but it was a yes <laughs> and so when he asked me I was just like, yeah, let's do it. And I was nervous. And when I gave him that yes, though, I knew, I just knew that would not be the last yes he would get from me. I just had a feeling, can't explain it. But I knew that when I said yes to him, that this would be like my last relationship. Like this is the one for real, for real. So. Say all that to say. Ooh, that was deep. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so I say all that to say, you know, that if you are in a situation you where you have a bestie, you know, I would say take the risk. One, I, I really would. Um, and to to not be scared, to not be fearful, and um, because you really never know what could could come of it. You know, it could just be a beautiful love story, just like ours was, and you know. And just enjoy the ride, you know, have lots of conversations. Mm-hmm. And I mean, lots of conversations. You have to really make sure you're on the right page. Mm-hmm. And this is also a little tip for people who are doing long distance, because a lot of people say long distance can't work. Not seriously, anyway. Right. Um, it can work, but you have to be consistent. And really you have consistent. to have to, and you have to, have to, have to, without a doubt, have some sort of plan of action. Fillmore and I were very intentional about um, seeing each other on, it was pretty much monthly. We saw each other monthly. Yeah, I had to be real consistent. Yes. Real consistent. We like. saw each other monthly. We talked, now we talked every day on the phone and that's rare for me as well because anybody who knows me, you know, I get irritated easy and if you keep calling me, I'm like, listen, this is not going to work because you're calling me too much. Right. I mean, and it could be, I, I was <laughs> I was real drastic. Like a person could call me on Monday. And if the guy calls me back on Thursday, I'm like, didn't I just talk to you? It was that bad. You know? <laughs> so that's another reason I knew Fillmore was, was the guy. Because I could talk to this man every day, all day. And I never, when I say I never got tired of him, I never got tired of him. And I'm still not tired of him today. Like I could still talk to him every day. Matter of fact, we do. Even though we are now married, staying in the same house. When he's at work, when I'm at work, we're still texting each other all day. <laughs> that is not a lie. <laughs> so, yes, be open and, you know, know that long distance can work, but you have to be consistent. You have to have a plan of action. And, you know, you got to do what works for you. You two is a, is, a, is a couple. So what would you say to the people like, um, maintaining that or trying to cross that friend zone threshold i would just say be persistent mm-hmm. make your for fellas out there you know if you're gonna make your mind up and say hey i want this person mm-hmm. you know we're gonna do we, we, you know those guys we're gonna be persistent. if we want something we're gonna go get it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you know go get it be mm-hmm. persistent yep you know show initiative 
And then once you get it, you got to keep it up. That's the thing about it, guys. You got to keep it up. Have to. Women love when a man is consistent. Right. Mm -hmm. So you got to set the tone. So you got to decide decide what tone you're going to set. That's right. And then you got to keep it up. Because once you change this, then they just. It's going to be a problem. Ooh, just combobulated. They just, <laughs> oh my God, their life is just over with. What happened? Mm-hmm. You wasn't. So you got to keep it the same. Yep. You know, until, you know, you're ready to do something else. Because if you, you know, decrease yes. what you were doing, then it's going to be. Then you shit. acting funny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're acting funny. Especially, right. when, especially when you ain't got the little tail. Or you didn't. You know, mm-hmm. smoke them a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. so you know, then, then that's then that's when they start looking at you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's true. That's true. So, you know, being consistent. Okay, that's some good info. Yeah, good I mean, advice. Because you know, some guys, you know, we can be. They start off strong and then yep. it just kind of wanes. Yeah, that's right? how we yeah. are. That's how we are. <laughs> that's how we are. Cause look, look, I'm just, I'm just be honest. We all know, man. We know, we know who's going to. It don't take us that long to know who wifey is. Once once we didn't figure it out. Yeah. Don't take us it don't take us, you know, two, three years. Yeah. Stay, you know, we mm-hmm. already know. Mm-hmm. But when we, you know, make her wife. Mm-hmm. No, that that might take two or three years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gonna take a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get it twisted. We we might know who is the wife, but we uh-huh. you know But actually, y'all still gonna take out sweet press. Yeah, we might, you know, okay. take our time making actually making it happen. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Okay. You know. Well yeah. So yeah, that's it. Good good stuff. Yeah. I like it. Good episode. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good episode. Good first episode. Yes. Episode one lit. Whoop whoop. I'll join you. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> party over here, y'all. Oh, party. Party time. Already. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to our Journey of Love podcast. We are so excited that you are here. Can you to, tell in our voices? Yes. <laughs> to listen to episode one, Escaping the Friend Zone. So be sure to tune in for our next episode. Um, until then, remember, love is patient. Love is kind. We'll see you here next time. Peace.